Welcome to the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast. We're a vibrant faith-based community called Momentum for Single Mothers. During our time together, we'll hear stories and messages of hope. If you're a single mother and want to learn more about our retreats, meetings, and activities, please visit MomentumMothers.org. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast. My name is Talitha. I'm the co-founder of Momentum. I'd like to introduce Corey today. I've known Corey for several years, although I don't think we've ever had um, as personal as and an, as in-depth conversation as we'll have today. So welcome, Corey. It's good to be here, Talitha. It's really nice to be here. Corey was born and raised in Montreal in Canada. He was also raised by a single mom. He's been a husband since 2009 and a father since 2013. He loves sports, especially hockey and football, and he serves as lay evangelist and interfaith liaison for the Montreal Diocese. He was raised Catholic and returned to the faith during a Montreal Challenge retreat in 2002. For those who don't know, Challenge is a Catholic retreat for Catholic youth. He also served on Net Ministries of Canada as a missionary and later as staff. And this is where he really fell in love with evangelization and the desire to bring Christ to the world. And I just want to mention that also for those who know Corey, um, his last name is Jolly. So that's kind of always a, a, a joke teasing Corey because he is very, very joyful and jolly and always just such a beautiful light. So thank you again for, for being on the episode. Uh, uh, like you're so welcome. I'm so excited. Uh, I have this nervous but excited energy uh, uh, just to be able to share about what God is doing and uh, about my life. And uh, so thank you so much for this honor. So we're going to be talking um, today from the perspective of you being raised by a single mom. So we thought it would be really interesting to speak to someone who has a strong Catholic faith, faith who was raised by a single mom, just to hear about your experience and, again, always to offer hope and inspiration to other single moms. So do you want to start just sharing a little bit about your story? Sure, sure. Uh, so I grew up in Montreal uh, in 1976, the year of the Olympics. So a very special year uh, for Montreal. And um, yeah, um, I grew up, uh, so like I never knew my dad. Um, my mom was always the one that was that was always there, like very present. Uh, uh, you know, honestly, I lived a really good like childhood. I, like I look back at Taltha and I never felt like I was missing anything. I was involved in hockey. I was involved in soccer, football, swimming, scouts. Um, I was not a great student. But but I was a decent student, you know, like I never failed uh, uh, anything, you know, and uh, I wasn't like a, a super cool guy or just a regular guy who just loves sports, like to hang out, you know. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I think honestly, I felt from my perspective, I lived a very normal childhood, you know, like normal, like from my perspective, uh, uh, like I said, I never knew my dad. So, um, you know, so it wasn't anything abnormal, just me, like my mom, my aunts, my uncles, uh, close friends, you know. And, um, yeah, so growing up in Montreal, I felt just, just like a normal kid. I did what I was a Montreal Canadiens fan, huge. When they would get up, like when they would lose, I would get so upset. I couldn't sleep, but I was, you know, like that's what we did. Right. I went to Expos games, like Montreal Expos when we had a team and, um, you know, so yeah, just a regular Montreal kid just doing his thing, just trying to, uh, get by, you know, and, um, and doing it, I think pretty joyfully and, uh, and um, yeah, it was a it was a good childhood. Yeah, and I know you mentioned that you have a close. You're very close with your mom. You guys had a really close 
beautiful relationship. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I still do. Yeah, absolutely. Like for sure. And and uh, so now she's, uh, so she had me like later in life. She's 87 now. I'm 47 and she's 87. So that's 40 years difference, right? So now I'm the one who's really, um, I guess, was taking care of her, like in many ways. Um, she's at a, she's at a residence. She's not in a, um, she's still autonomous, but, but I have to do a lot more for her now, right? So, so, um, so it's me just giving back to her. And I know that she did so much for me. Like when I look back, like while like she worked nights, um, so I'll, I'd have to, so I would sleep over at a friend's place. Uh, I mean, like overnight, you know, and so she sacrificed a lot. She'd, she'd come home from work and make breakfast for me. And then I go to school and she would sleep then, uh, then during the day, then doing her errands, wait for me to get back home from school. So I look back and I'm saying now it's my turn, uh, like to get back to her, you know? And, um, so yes, yeah, so we remain uh, close. It's not, it's a, it's still, I would say it's still a hard relationship, you know, it's still like mom, son, you know, I get upset with her. She gets upset with me. We lose patience like with each other. But I think that's, I think that's pretty normal. I think, you know, uh, for most, uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, parental and childhood relationships, you know, so, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's definitely near and dear to me. And uh, I'm so grateful for her and for her perseverance and, and um, just her saying yes uh, to life, you know, so yeah, into my life. So, yeah, it's beautiful how much you appreciate her and, and, and what she did for you. Did um, what was what was it like growing up in terms of your Catholic faith? I imagine your mom was practicing, and is that is that seeing her was that kind of what helped building that foundation of faith in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I look back, so my so my mom would always tell the story that when she grew up, um, it was my, it was my grandmother who who would always like wake her up uh, in Dominica. That's where she's from in the Caribbean there, uh, Dominica, not the Republic, but there's a small country between Martinique and Guadeloupe, um, and they speak English and a very Catholic uh, country. So my so my grandmother would go to mass, uh, I guess maybe the six o'clock mass, and my mother was the chosen lucky one that my that my grandmother would knock on her door and say, Verinin. Uh, it's it's time to go to mass, and that was at five o'clock in the morning. So 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 I think that it started from there, that she was like the chosen one to say, uh, "Hey, child, child, uh, you're gonna go to mass with me," you know. So, um, but yeah, but her faith. I think she said that she that she fell away from the faith, but then when she had me, I guess she felt that she needed like that strength, right? Knowing being being like a single mother, I think she said that she fell away, but then she knew that she needed to have some kind of comfort and some kind of. Um, like she needed like the grace of God uh, to be able to persevere, and I think she looked to her faith uh, for that strength, you know. And um, and so yeah, we'd go to mass every Sunday. And I remember, I think that one of the when I was a teenager, um, she told me, no, sorry, I asked her, I said, look, I don't want to go to mass anymore, you know. Like I was, I was like, no. She said, look, Corey, as long as you live under my roof, you have to go to mass, you know. So I was told very bluntly right there, if I live with her, we're going to mass. So that foundation was very was very strong. And I remember even like for these tritiums. Holy Thursday, Good Friday, uh, like Easter Vigil, you know, like, you know, like back to back to back, you know. So I knew, so I knew. I mean, uh, Christmas Eve, um, like the midnight mass, because that's what they would do in Dominica. They go to midnight mass, you know. So it wasn't the, like the seven o'clock or nine o'clock mass. It was like midnight, you know. Like, and as a kid, you're kind of like you're tired, but no, like midnight mass, you know. And then and then the, the Easter Tridium, you know, like so. So I knew how important the going to church was uh, for us. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, so she definitely like, built that foundation. Absolutely. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And her faith was growing as it was getting older. Her faith was also growing too as well. Um, but for a time, I did fall away from the faith, right? And that's where I had my reversion. Uh, you mentioned in the intro about like challenge. 
So I'd say I probably fell away from the faith, let's say, from the age of uh, maybe, I would say from a teenager, I really, I would just go just for her. It was really her faith. It was not my faith. Mm -hmm. It really became my faith in 2002 on the Challenge Retreat. So maybe for a good 10, 15 years, maybe uh, uh, post-confirmation, perhaps, you know, was when I really just like, yeah, okay, I'm going to church, but who cares, you know? So, uh, but nonetheless, her faith was still very strong. And um, yeah, um, and she made me go to church, you know, which was, I thank God that she said that she was very like strong about that. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're family. You live with me. I'm your mom. You're going to church, you know, so. In hindsight, do you appreciate that she did that? That she kind of had that firm stance on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if she didn't, I mean, I would have chosen for sure to sleep in. Um, okay, mom, um, I'll see you when you get back from church, you know, and then I'd be at home watching whatever, um, you know, so like, who knows what kind of trouble I could have got myself into while she was gone for one. Um, and, and also like, just not, I think the, the, when you get out of that rhythm, it becomes less and less in, um, important, like to you. And even if you're not really soaking it in and, and embracing it, I'm still there in church. I'm, I'm still receiving uh, the Eucharist. I'm still hearing uh, the homily and the word of God. So it's still coming to me, you know, although I'm not really receptive, you know, so had she not, honestly, I don't know where my faith would be because, because at least I had that foundation because I remember like for challenge, um, I had a friend who invited me to go three times and um, would it have even have been on my heart or would it even have been a possibility had I fallen away from the church completely I'd be like, no, no, thanks. To, like, that's your God thing. But I recognized that I was Catholic and that God was still important like, to me. Although I had not embraced God in my life, I'd still recognize that I'm Catholic and this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I said, so the first two times I said no. But then the third time I said, you know, I need God. But what I have recognized that I needed God had I not had that, like that foundation that, that my mom had given me, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah. So I look back and uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I'm just curious when you talk about your mom's faith and even you mentioned you saw her faith growing. How would you describe her faith as as a child or as a teen looking at her? Would it, how would you describe her faith from your perspective? Well, you know, like I said, my mom is 87 eh? So she came, I think, from the older school uh, probably of, of you got to go to church, you know? Just like my grandmother would tell her, hey, you're coming with me at 5 o'clock in the morning when she was a kid, you know? So, um, so her faith, I mean, I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know how deep, it definitely was fervent and it definitely was, um, uh, it was, she was committed. There's no doubt about it, but I don't know how deep it was. Um, um, I think it got deeper for sure. Um, as the years went on. And I think it even deepened when I said yes, uh, to going to net and when I had my reversion and she saw me go as a missionary, I remember that she got really emotional. And I think it really like deepened her faith a lot to see that her son, was was gonna be gone for two years doing missionary work within Canada. So my yes, I think, also helped her, you know. But 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 like, I mean, when I look back and growing up, um, yeah, it was definitely a committed faith. It was a, it was a, a devotional faith for sure. Um, but I'm not too sure. I guess how a relationship with Jesus was in terms of, yeah, it's it's something that when I look back, that's a good, that's a very good question. Yeah, I'd say definitely uh, committed and devoted for sure. But I'm not sure, I guess, how yeah. deeply in love that she was, I think, with Jesus. But that's grown and she loves she, she loves our Lord big time now, for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. She's been growing in her faith. Throughout, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, no one can really know someone else's faith journey, I guess. But mm-hmm. it's 
or their inner world, their inner, you know, relationship with God. But it's, it's kind of a beautiful perspective, you know, looking at our parents and seeing their, their journey and, and the changes in their faith. Um, in terms of um, your relationship with God, I guess we all have, you know, challenges in our relationship with God. And sometimes it can come from different sources, even, you know, growing up with a father, you know, it may influence how we see God because we put the traits of our father on God and that can be good or challenging depending on, you know, each of our, our journeys. But in terms of growing up without that father figure, did that, do you think, have any effect on your relationship with God? Or did did God fill maybe a void that was there? Yeah, um, I definitely feel God filled a void that was there for sure. Uh, like I said, like I never, like I never knew my dad, so that's why I feel like I'm different in some respect from others who might have known their dad. So either the dad would have passed away, or or maybe even walked away from the family, you know. So so I didn't feel that scar, but definitely there was a void for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, and a void that only a father, right? And I see that now that only a father uh, can fill. There's only a void only that a mother can fill, right? You know, so definitely a void for sure, but but not a I guess a a healing deep wounded scar i would say mm-hmm. just because i never touched my dad i never saw him i never had a conversation uh, with him i never hugged him mm-hmm. i never heard i love you i never said i love you to him you know so mm-hmm. uh and then he's gone you know so mm-hmm. um it sounds like you didn't know what you didn't have you weren't aware of exactly, it exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah but definitely avoid there's no doubt that when i had my because even like on net training um, you know, like I went, so I had my reversion that would challenge, but then the net training was very deep and there was a talk on God, the father. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, yeah. And I remember, I believe that it was that talk that I, that I, that I started just crying mm-hmm. and just getting like emotional, you know, about how much God loves me, you know, mm-hmm. like no matter who I am, uh, no matter like what I've done, um, that God made me for a purpose. He made me for a reason, you know, and, uh. And although I'm different in many ways, just like other people are different, everyone has a story, right? You know, mm-hmm. this is my story, right? But but nonetheless, he made me, he loves me, he knows me, and he, and he has a plan for me. And just and just hearing that was just really like, wow, I'm wow, I'm special. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I mean, I know my mom like loved me, but God the Father, like this is this is really truly beautiful, you know. So I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really yeah. stood out to you as a moment that that impacted you, big time, big mm-hmm. time. Yeah, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And and when you became a father, mm-hmm. how was that in terms of growing up without a father and then having, you know, being a father, taking on this role? I mean, I'm sure it's, yeah. there's a beauty in it too. Sorry. Yeah. I'm getting emotional. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. It, you know, absolutely. Uh, like, tremendously, like, like, I mean, like, like beautiful. And you know what? I have to say, that's another aspect of like net um, that, that they're really appreciated beyond just the missionary work was that I saw all these beautiful families. Mm. I saw all these beautiful, you know, like these beautiful fathers, you know, and, and, and that gave me the example of who I could be and, 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 and who I want to be. So although it wasn't modeled like for me, um, it was just having, I think, I think that, that God gave me this opportunity for me to see all of these, these wonderful men being awesome husbands and awesome like fathers. Mm. And, um, you know, so, so so I learned a lot from that, you know, and uh, yeah, that was a precious moment. Yeah, October uh, 23rd, yeah, at uh, 4.55 in the afternoon is when I saw Emilio's face, you know, and uh, just really beautiful, just really beautiful. And um, yeah, just uh, 
life changing as we all know it. I mean, as any parent, right? So yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, I definitely I've cried many times. There's no doubt. I mean, like throughout the years, like when I see when I see that God has given me Him and uh, and um, and also relaying that to also what Mom did for me, you know. So it's uh, yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. So it's it's beautiful how you could see, even though you didn't have a father, you could see the beauty of what you did have and how how god you know brought these things to your life like examples of other men and fathers through net and you know even though you didn't have maybe the experience most people do you still received a lot of the, that grace and learning in a different way it's beautiful that you could see it and how much you appreciate that absolutely yeah it's such a great gift you know that's an extra fruit you know yeah. um absolutely you know so it's yeah i i just uh I feel so just so blessed, uh, yeah. you know, like Talitha. I just feel extremely blessed. Yeah, that's yeah. no, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Is there anything, um, just in terms of learning? I'm thinking of women listening who are single moms who are raising kids. You know, some maybe with an ex-partner or ex-husband, some alone where the father's not involved. Um, is there any kind of just from having been raised from a single mom, things that you really appreciate that you your mom did? Or things that maybe, you know, you would have needed that were maybe blind spots. Again, not that she meant any harm, but just all of us as parents, whether we're, we're married or not, you know, have those blind spots. Is there any kind of anything that comes up for you with that question? Yeah, yeah, I would say definitely because because my mom had to be uh, the mother and the father. Um, you know, and I think she was always just so, uh, so busy just to make sure that the household was running well and that, that I was getting to all my that I was doing like decently well in school and that I was involved in all my activities. I, I think it would have been great like just to maybe uh, get a few more hugs uh, uh, and just take the time to say, I love you, you know, and uh, you know, just more time, just more, I think physical uh, affection and, and time and uh, which is one of my love languages, right. You know, like just to be able to spend time one-on-one and, uh, um, and say that you're precious and uh, you know, but I understand, but I understand it now, right. Cause she was just, just go 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 right she she was working um like shopping for food then cooking making sure i was getting here and there you know making sure that all my needs were met all my physical needs right were met you know um but yeah but definitely uh i definitely think more physical affection more i love you uh more affirmation i think would have been great from um yeah i i think like that would uh like that would have been really that would have been like really beautiful like for me you know um so and uh, um, does it answer the question? Because I'm wondering if yeah. and yeah. So um, for single parents, eh? Any like not advice, but just from my perspective, yeah. Is that, is that it, yeah, I guess things that you really yeah. appreciated that your mom gave you, and maybe mm -hmm. things you would have needed more. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. So I definitely appreciated her, um, her steadfastness for sure, and her, uh, um, her, her, um, her commitment. Uh, to us as a family, a small family, but but uh, her commitment like to us, like I said, like I never felt that I didn't have anything. Honestly, like I never felt uh, that I needed anything. Uh, you know, other than that, you know, like in terms of I ate well, um, like we went like on trips. So um, so just her commitment and her sacrifice. I know that that comes with, like, with the sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. Probably I never saw the financial details, but I'm sure looking back, I'm sure it was not easy like financially, you know. But just to make sure that I felt normal and that I was that I was able to just have fun as a as a child and 
because hockey is expensive. Like I look back now, I'm like, I'm like, well, if I had to have Emilio play hockey, that's expensive. So, because you're buying skates every year, you're buying shin pads here, you, you know, and then, so anyway, so, so just her, um, her commitment, her, uh, uh, her sacrifice, her sacrifice. And uh, I recognize the, the huge amount of sacrifice now for sure, you know, so, mm. um, and uh, her faith. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, where would, where would I be? Where would she be without yeah. God, yeah. without that grace? Number one, number one, faith, mm. number one by far faith you know and um and uh just persevering with god and like knowing that god is there and uh and being faithful to god you know so yeah mm. yeah it's, it might be a silly question but yeah. why do you think faith is so important to instill in, that in your children or for to model that for them good question excellent question um I would say because because God is our rock, right? I mean, um, I mean, God doesn't change. He loves us unconditionally, and that doesn't change, you know. And I think in a world where um, where everything's changing like constantly, right? Like on social media, from one day to the next, uh, there's this event, there's that event. Uh, um, like this is changing, like that is changing, and and we know that with kids, right? You need to have like stability, right? Well, God is a rock. Uh, God is, uh, I mean, God never changes. He's there. Um, and, and the church is always there. The church and its truth is always there for us, you know? That doesn't change, you know? So just having that as your bedrock, having that as your firm like, foundation, you know, um, is just so, 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 so important. Uh, I mean, when I look back, just so important, you know? Um just knowing that that father so and so is like there to speak to, or you know, or, or, or you know, or somebody at the church that you really like value, you know, um, you know, so the faith, the people, um, uh, the fellowship, um, like that's there, you know, um, and uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so that's why I think it's just so um, important. I, I want to encourage, just from my point of view, anyways, I really want to encourage every um, um, like single mother out there. Um, um, and single father, right? Um, single parent, yeah. just to reach out to God and 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 stay close to God, because um, yeah, it's um, it's a bumpy ride, as we know. It's a bumpy ride, right? Yeah, being a single parent is a very bumpy ride, you know. And and your kids need to see that you're relying on some somebody other than yourself, because we're broken people. Yeah. We're, we're weak. We're sinful. We're broken. You know, so so if a child can say, okay, well, like mom or dad, in this case, like mom uh, for the popcats, uh, is uh, I'm weak, but, but mom always goes to goes to church. I guess if I'm having a tough day or I'm having a bumpy ride in my life, then then I guess I got to go to God too as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I got to go to God because I know I don't have all the answers. It's inspiring for me to hear you talk too, because as you know, I raised my son for 14 years alone. I found as a single mom. And actually, after I got married, it it struck me even more just what a father brings, what a loving father, you know, can bring. And um, I started to get anxious about all the things that my son didn't have in terms of, you know, not having a father in his life. But hearing you talk, it gives me hope and peace in a way that, you know, we all do our best and that God really needs to do the rest, that only he can fill any wounds that are there or bring people that are needed to fill those gaps. And so thank you. It's very helpful for me to actually hear you talk also, and I really appreciate it. You're welcome. 
And it seems just from everything you said, and just from our conversations before that your mom, just the importance of community too. Like you're talking about your, your extended family. It seems your mom had a network that she tapped into for help. And it seems that was a positive thing for you. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, from, uh, uh, from friends from the Caribbean that she became uh, really close with here and, uh, um, um, friends oftentimes they'd be friends from church, you know? Um, you know, so I remember that they would take me out with the, uh, like the baseball games and, uh, and just treat me almost like their own, like too as well, you know. So that definitely added to, I think, to me feeling just, just good in my own skin, you know, uh, and to know that I was valued. So mm. yeah, that that community was was massive, absolutely, mm. uh, within the church, but also even without the church too, um, outside of the church too as well. Yeah. Just our friends that she made in general, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess as single parents, you have to discern who you, you know, bring into your life. But uh, but when you bring the right people in, it can be really positive. Absolutely, I have to say, you know, like when I look back, I have to say, wow. I mean, my guardian angel clearly was working, and my mom discerned really well. I never felt creeped out by anybody. I never felt like my physical, uh, emotional, like life was in was in danger with anybody, and. Um, yeah, so so my mom, I guess, definitely chose well, and uh, um, and um, I think I attribute and I attribute that a lot to my guardian angel too as well, mm-hmm. because because you're right, you, you never know. Yeah. We know a lot more now, right? Yeah, you know uh, about you know certain situations, but but I never felt uh, that I was um, uh, going to be either be abused mentally, like physically, uh, psychologically, you know. So. Um, yeah. There was a protection there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you'd want to share? I would say, I would say, uh, um, you know, I'd say that God is good. And I know that uh, uh, it's a bumpy road for um, for many people. We all come from different uh, backgrounds. We all are made like differently, you know, so um but but I truly believe, as I've been looking back, especially uh, through the lens of faith over the last like twenty years, um, and now becoming a husband and a father too as well over the last like ten fifteen years, like, let's say, um, that God is so important. There's there's no way, um, there's no way that you can do it without God for sure. But will it be as peaceful? I think you have to ask yourself that. Will it be as peaceful? Will it be as joyful? Will it be as hope-filled? Um, and I think when I look back, I think the biggest thing my mom gave me was the faith. And there's no doubt about it. It was the faith. Because it's allowed me to be who I am today and, and, to, and then even, in, even in my imperfection, uh, in my woundedness, you know, I'm still able, um, <clears throat> I'm still able to to strive and to and to say okay i messed up now but i'm gonna do better you know i'm gonna do better you know like it's it's, it's never like a dead end yeah. and i think for a lot of parents who maybe are trying to help uh, their kids i think showing them that there is that there's a, a way out of their of their sadness and that's god you know there's a way out of their despair that's god mm. there's a way out of uh, there's a yeah. There's a way out of um, thinking less of yourself. 
there's God because God made you. He loves you. He knows you. He has a plan for you. He, um, he made you perfectly. And we know that, right? You know, he made you perfectly, you know, perfectly imperfect, you know, you know, we're all, we're all uh, unique. We all bring something uh, to the table, uh, uh, to God's kingdom. And if a child knows that, then that's gold, you know, like that's gold, yeah. you know, and, um, so I think that's the best thing, absolutely, that you can bring to a child's life is to bring them uh, to God, even if we're possibly lacking in ourselves, and even possibly lacking in what we can bring, even, you know, from a, um, I guess from a financial aspect, let's say, or even from, a, yeah, I guess from a financial, or even from, a, um, I guess what's a better, yeah, I guess from uh, the material world there you go the material world even because sometimes you know there might be lacking resources we, we feel that we're not able to give our, our child either the best home or the best activities or 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 this and that but god will fill in all that yeah god will fill in all that that's that's for sure you know um i know he has for me and i know he has when i hear other people's like like testimonies um he's done the same countless times over and over and over again um, for various people, you know, in different situations, even people who are married and, you know, and have kids, you know, it's, life is not easy. So, um, and it doesn't feel like it's getting any easier, right? With the world that we live in, yeah. it doesn't feel like we're getting easy. So I think we need God even more. Yeah. So, yeah. From what I hear you saying, God is the greatest resource we could offer our kids in terms of he really is the answer to, you know, any challenge we might be facing that he can yeah. bring us peace and guidance and, and uh, guide us, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. If there's one message of hope that you would want to say to single mothers listening, what would it be? Yeah, I would say just, um, yeah, just uh, uh, let's strive uh, to be grateful. And uh, um, I guess it's hard. Like I feel, I'll be honest with you, it's very humbling for me to even talk for that because because I have the utmost of respect uh, for single mothers. I mean, um you know, so the utmost of respect, and uh, so you single mothers out there, I just want to just let you know that um, that you're loved, that you're cherished, and um, uh, keep on fighting the good fight. Uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, God sees everything that you're going through. Um, if you're crying, if you're hurt, if you're despairing, um, just continue to go to God and and to people who love God. You know, and um, and um, and he'll raise you up. He'll raise you up like, through people, um, and because uh, that's what he did for my mom, you know. So, and that's what he did uh, for me. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that that'd be my message. Uh, God is hope. God is love. So, and uh, continue to persevere. And um, yeah, absolutely. I think those would be my words. Thank you. It's very powerful, very inspirational, and I'm sure your mom, out of all all the things she experienced in her life, I can just imagine how proud she must be of you, and and just uh, just for the person you are, and the joy that you bring to people, the work that you do, your faith. I'm sure she's very proud, and I hope so. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I think more and more, I I, I feel so. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Talva. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, too. Thanks for, for sharing with us, and uh, God bless. God bless you, too. Thank you, everyone, for joining our podcast today. If you're a single mother and would like to know more information about Momentum, please visit our website at MomentumMothers.org. 
God bless, and see you next time on the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast.